0: Winning Drive with Curtin Anthony on FM 96.3 and AM
1: 620
2: WVMT. Welcome back to the Morning Drive. Everybody, Curtin Anthony here on this Monday morning. And joining us in studio now, it's our National Guard segment that we do once a month, and we love doing it. And uh, this month we have got Jason Lieutenant Colonel Jason Beams with us. Good morning, morning. morning. morning Colonel this. Beams, and uh, also First Sergeant Max Rooney. Good morning. Good morning, sir. So let's start out. Oh, uh, don't call us. Yeah, him, I was going to say, you can tell her in the military when I'm getting <laughs> called sir, because <laughs> nobody calls me sir. We're not at that level. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're, we're not Thank des- you. Bro. We're not deserving, trust me. Um, so if, if, let's start out first with, and I know, Jason, you've been on the show once before, at least once uh, during the golf tournament last yep. year, uh, the big fundraiser. But uh, let's start out both of, uh, with both of you can tell us how long you've been in the Guard, what's been your history in the Guard, et cetera. Start with you, Jason uh, Beams.
1: Uh, okay,
3: yeah. Uh, born and raised in Vermont. Uh, joined when I was 17, still in high school, uh, graduated of High School. Uh, joined and enlisted then, uh, and then really premise was to, to help pay for school, uh, higher education. Ended up going to school at, uh, down to Springfield, Mass., uh, doing ROTC, and then was offered a, a full uh, ROTC scholarship after my sophomore year, and uh, really had no intention to become an officer, and I was just really enjoying my time as enlisted and, and have some fun training, and then opportunity to present myself to, to pay for school and, and earn my commission and uh, earned my commission in uh, May of 2005. Uh, so this is going on my 24th year in the in the Vermont Guard, um, all, all here.
0: And it started uh, you were a senior in high school. And just looking at, at avenues for, for paying for college.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really, um, just trying to find opportunity for monetary, uh, yeah, you know, support, uh, pay for uh, higher education. And, uh, the guard was one enticing, exciting, something unique to do. Uh, back then it was, we had armored battalions. And so I joined as an armored crewman in, in Bradford and, and uh, I mean, it was good to go play in tanks, drive them, shoot them. And yeah, for a weekend and then, uh, get the help pay for school too. So it was kind of a, uh, both gyms,
2: and obviously, twenty-four years—it's been
3: everything that you hoped it would be. Must be it has. It really it has provided me everything I have in life: uh, family, uh, you know, well-being, uh, got to travel the world, uh, places I never thought I'd be able to go to. Uh, just, just a tremendous opportunity that um, has opened up. Most of my best friends, uh, closest network, is all tied back to the military.
2: And First Sergeant Max Rooney, good morning, uh, and tell us, tell us about yourself. How? What's been your history in the Guard?
4: Uh, like the commander, I was, I was born and raised in Vermont, Fairfax. Um, I was 27 when I enlisted. After, after 9-11, um, I, I decided to, to enlist and serve because I, I thought, I don't want to think that an 18-year-old kid is enlisting to, to serve to, to protect
0: and, myself. And you were 27 thinking, you know, I, I
4: should do something too. I, yeah, that's correct. Um, so, my initial intent was to just do an eight-year enlistment, to, you know, volunteer, serve, and then uh, at the end of that initial enlistment, I was just going to go about my civilian life, and uh, I had an opportunity to work at the Mountain School um, in 2008. I just came on orders in preparation for the 2010 deployment, and uh, I just fell in love with the organization and what they did, and I was offered a full-time job, and uh, 22 so years of guard time, and ended up being a career. You teach at the Mountain School? I did for years, but now I'm the commander's senior enlisted advisor. Kind of more of a administrative, keep the lights on, make sure the floors are swept. Past. But
0: it was it was the mountain school that hooked you. You, you really uh, absolutely. You know, I I like to hear people's journeys and how they how they what motivated them to start, and these are different stories. You know, uh, and then what 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 hooked you? What because everybody has a smile on their face that we talk to from the guard. I have to tell you, there's this. There's this sense of calm, but there's also this sense of, of uh, i say camaraderie, or, or the, I don't know how to describe it uh, to the listener, but um, you can see the minute you said, well, you know, and then I was at the mountain school, and you had this smile on your face. <laughs> and so, and then you said, well, here I am all these years later. So I think it's a, it's interesting how everybody's journey is different, um, and now here here you guys are uh, talking to us today.
3: I think it definitely goes back to the camaraderie. Um, you're definitely... Doing something bigger than yourself, and have and everybody's in that same mindset. So, uh, naturally, around like-minded people, um, looking to do fun and and uh, enjoyable things, uh, but also paying it back to something bigger than yourself, and, and that naturally brings some camaraderie, spirit of core, and, and uh, friendships and bonds that really you hard to describe unless you experience that.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, and it comes across. So, um, talk to us today a little bit about. Uh, so, you you both are uh, you run the school uh, now? Uh, we run it together. You I run think it together. It, the yeah. school,
3: uh, you know, we just kind of make sure it's it's moving forward in the right direction. Uh, but we ultimately have I have the, the luxury to be in the commander and, and that opportunity to to lead the the finest organization in the military in my, in our opinion. Well, yeah, it's it's
0: kind of world famous. Uh, and and so can you i mean without giving up any secrets can you tell us what you do at the school because uh every now and then they'll mention it oh these guys are the graduates from the mountain school in vermont
2: yeah see army mountain warfare school yeah and so if you could start out uh colonel telling us what it is for for listening this is a chance for our listening audience to find out more about the guard and what you all do and so tell us tell us what you do there?
3: Uh, really, the the idea of this school is it's uh, we are the national school. That's where the Army's uh, school uh, mm-hmm. founded here uh, back in 1983 in Vermont. Uh, really derived from uh, the World War II um, uh, World War II 10th Mountain Division out of Camp Hill, Colorado, where they, they recruited uh, alpinists and outdoor men and women uh, to come join the military, and they they created uh, the Mountain Division. So. The idea with uh, the Mount School is really to enhance or give a, give a soldier um, technical skills using some simple ropes and carabiners and a few other hardwares to enhance their confidence and ability to build simple systems to enhance mobility for their, their larger unit. So whether it be fixed ropes, uh, setting up a rappelling lane, or possibly climbing a little bit, understanding the train, um, load management, how to move efficiently and effectively, uh, how do you plan resupply? And, and how do you do the, do all that um, to support your unit and some of these austere conditions? And the two
2: of you run it? Is it the two of you are the ones that actually run the
3: school? Well, I'd say they, they the, the cadre pretty much run it. Uh, they, they're, uh, I think, you know, Max was a, uh, former uh, instructor they're the the, the best cadre in, in the world for the army uh, their passion dedication their their craft um, what they bring to educate our soldiers is, is uh beyond reproach it's pretty amazing
0: all right well we're going to take a real quick break if you have any questions for, for the folks from the guard give us a call 888-414-approved you're listening to kurt and anthony on the morning drive on fm 96.3 and am
3: 620 B M T.
2: Welcome back to the Morning Drive, everybody. Curtin Anthony here, and we are continuing our discussion now. This is our National Guard segment, and it's Jason Beams, who's a first uh, Lieutenant Colonel, and Max Rooney, who is a First Sergeant. We're talking about the Mountain, the Army Mountain Warfare School, and uh, we talk about the facility. I, my, under, my understanding is you have a new facility.
4: We, we sure do. Talk it's, about it, Max. It's beautiful. You know, we we were down at the old school. From about 1987, the school started in 83 and they had a new building then. And we just, you know, we'd outgrown it with a demand signal. So we were able to get a brand new facility with an indoor climbing wall. Um, a lot of integrations in the classroom trying to really make sure that the experience that the students get is, uh, you know, we're, we're maximizing their time. And uh, we're, we're very lucky to have the, the building. It's beautiful. It's a, it's a showpiece for the Vermont Guard. For and sure. where is it located again? It's right on the Ethan Allen Frying Range, okay. just up the hill, right behind the the chapel. So it's built right into the, the ski slope. So what a perfect
3: setting for that that building.
2: Yeah, and and how does it work? There are, my understanding is there are classes
3: that. Uh... So we win, uh our our primary course is the basic military manner course, and that's the the foundational uh, skill set to to enhance mobility. It's two weeks long. Uh, we generally run ten courses a year and, and roughly sixty four students. So. Of that class, uh, you know, 600 plus students a year uh, from National Guard, active duty, special forces, uh, soldiers, uh, international students as well. Um, And then we run a a couple other uh, more specialized courses for uh, uh, advanced climbing. Um, That's a smaller class size, but we run 10 of those a year. Uh, That's only eight students. And then we run uh, some special courses for uh, mountain planners, uh, which is designed to have. uh, leaders to understand how to plan missions in mountainous terrain. Yeah. Uh, rough terrain evacuation was designed to, to get to a, a, a soldier where they're injured, uh, package them and get them to a, a safer location for uh, evacuation. And then a uh, mountain uh, rifleman's course, which is designed for uh, snipers in uh, mountainous terrain to, to get to a position of advantage uh, and understand how to use their ballistics uh, to reach out and gauge targets and then get down from that position of advantage safely.
2: How's it determined who comes, who takes the classes?
3: Uh,
4: that's a uh, this this could be a twenty minute answer for sure. So, so um, us at the we at the schoolhouse we we don't say you know we're going to train six hundred people this year and we pick. So um, other units from all compositions the active uh, active duty the National Guard you know they, there's a process where they can request uh, we'll call them slots and based on the demand signal we will get a mission saying well you're gonna we expect you to train four hundred or six hundred. So it's really on those units and those states and those organizations. That are, um, that are that are they are trying to capture those training opportunities for their soldiers
2: and can you describe a uh, let's say the first day that somebody comes in
4: going through that what's that what's a day like that first day they'll 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 arrive with all of their paperwork and all their equipment we send out a letter with expectations you know you need to bring these things um this is kind of a, a brief overview of what whatever that course is that they're going to be training in and um so they, they get in process through operations we make sure that they've got all their paperwork, um, that their unit says that they're they're good and they're safe and they're healthy and they're prepared to conduct the training. Um, so that first day we don't really introduce any training. We kind of show them the building, we'll walk around and show them where the commander's office is, where the where they're going to eat, where they can get their equipment. You know, we issue them a lot of equipment and uh, then we, we kind of, we put them to bed and then we, we start the next day and we hit them, we hit them hard. Uh, it's the standard course, the basic course is two weeks and the information we hit these kids with is, it's impressive what they can what they can learn in a short amount of time and then demonstrate. So they've been heavily vetted by the time you
0: get them. These are these are these are people that have been you know for whichever organization or unit has said okay, you're you're going to go in, in this direction and so that's a the lot intent of them, for that sure. That is the intent. Yeah, now I'm sure it's not always as simple yeah, as they think. some
4: you know any anything yeah. can happen. Like if if I thought I was going to get a slot and I knew for three months and I was training. Um, and then maybe had a child, or maybe had an injury here. Maybe something happened in my life where I couldn't go. But then the person standing next to me is, is told, "Like, hey, you're you're going to you're going you're going to take their yeah. spot." So, and, and we can't control that, neither can they. But <laughs> all we can do is maximize the people we have and the time we have with them.
0: Give them a great product. Uh, oh, I missed a call. I had one uh, on hold. If you want to call back, triple eight four one four zero three zero three. We're uh, talking with the folks from the National Guard about the Mountain School. Uh, and you mentioned that some of the groups are smaller. Do, do they? Um, I would think that this is a skill set. When you think about you know special operations teams and things like that, this is on the list of things they have to cycle through. Uh, I, you, you've got to be on the list for for uh, the special ops folks. So you do they? Um, how, I I don't know how do I say this? How do you cycle them through? Or are they just they're part of the group? And uh, or sometimes they, do they have? When you say you have small classes, you have specialized classes for different levels of engagement and different levels of
3: uh, activity? As the progression of skill sets, so once you graduate the basic course, you're eligible to come back for the advanced course, which is more your your lead climbing more advanced complex systems. Uh, and those seats, again, they they are generated through uh, a signal you know, from um, the headquarters, Delmarine Army. Um, so special forces will request the same uh, number of seats. And as you get those seats, based on the, the month and the class, they'll come through and uh generally the, the special forces units will have a have a mountain team um and with that mountain team they they will try to get through our our course to go back to enhance their unit uh mission success and
2: uh colonel you said i think you, you mentioned before who goes to this is is it so is it almost all Vermont Army Guard or can it be some, from because i thought you mentioned there was also it could be some international uh,
3: yeah so we we are the army school so we get um active duty um Special Forces, Marines, Submarines, Air Force, um, uh, foreign military, uh, active duty Rangers, it, it, all from across the, the US and the world that they'll come here. So we'll get students from, from uh, Italy, from the 173rd and Vicenza, and we'll get some international um, students come through. Uh, you know, uh, in the past we've had Canadians, uh, South Koreans, um, uh, all over Europe, Germans.
0: I'm thinking about all these places with mountains. Probably
3: not a lot of folks from Australia,
0: but but all the all the Europeans, obviously, the yeah. folks from Canada. Um, and uh, because it is this is this is this is heavy hitting. This is the this is world class, and I'm very proud. Uh, I have no way of contribution, but I'm proud that it's the you know the Vermont National Guard is 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 doing this, and you guys are very humble about it. But this is a pretty big deal internationally. Uh, it's, it's very well known.
4: I, I would like to, to shed some light on, like, one of you gentlemen asked us. They said, you know, do the two of us collectively run the mountain school? Um, it, it's really such a team effort. So we are trusted, like Little Vermont is trusted from the infantry school down at Fort Moore in Georgia to build all of these. So we have six courses of instruction, and with that, there's a lot of courseware. So when you teach something, there's a lot of development and, and rules. How do you execute that training? And the the staff, the the fifty six folks that are a member of our organization, develop that courseware, and they they say, how do we transition from one block of instruction to the next? That to the next. So there's, um, it's just a, a juggernaut of of work that has to go into it. And then also, you know, we get supported. The Vermont National Guard advocates for us. You know. A, Training costs money. How do we develop our staff? So we've got folks above us that are there fighting for us and advocating for us and, and giving us the resources that, that we need to, to conduct this high level training. So it really is, you know, I keep the lights on. Uh, the current the commander's the visionary and he and he's doing a great job of what does our school look like in two, four, five and ten years. But we have a lot of support and it really is a team effort.
0: All right. Well let's grab a phone call for you. Good morning. You're live on the morning
2: drive.
1: Hey, good morning. Um, thanks to both your guests for all the, the service for the community. I was wondering if you guys had heard of um, Defend Our Guard.
2: They haven't. Can you t- give us a little, uh, what are you talking about?
1: Sure. It's a group, I think it was started out in the maybe Montana out there, but by a former um, serviceman with the intention of ensuring that the National Guard is available for um, – its role, protecting, you know, the local community when there are emergencies and things like that, instead of being uh, constantly deployed overseas for all of the, um, you know, the activities that the U.S. military asks them to do that are not part, that have not been, you know, officially voted as uh, war or, you know, that kind of thing. I don't know a lot about the situation, but I just thought Defend Our Guard was a great organization to help Ensure we here in Vermont uh, kept you at home and safe.
2: Uh, you guys want to comment on that? I mean, that's sort of talking about your, your mission is handed down to you from.
3: Yeah, um, generally anything that comes for where our mission set comes from is is uh, uh governor um, and or the federal government. So uh, generally, uh, natural disasters, local response is a, is a governor activation through the adjutant general, general night, and then. Based on resources available, um, they'll, they'll activate okay. us for local response, and then the federal missions is, is a federal mission that comes down through the federal that government. That sounds like,
2: and not knowing about this group, but it sounds like a group that wants to have you, the National Guard, not deployed overseas in wars and t- that type of thing. That's what it sounds like to me.
3: Uh, perhaps I, I yeah, first have heard of it, but um, you know, we don't really get a vote where the service is needed for um, your causes. Uh, there's there's Far bigger needs out across the world than some we we uh, uh, lend appreciation to and fully understand until you, you're there to And support
2: you support it. the mission that you do, including overseas, and, uh, and consider it a, a worthwhile cause.
3: Absolutely. Yeah, we've, uh, I've deployed and, and traveled all the world, just like Max, and, and uh, some of the impact you have on those local communities and those societies uh, is, is just life changing to see the impact we can have.
2: Now, I know the Adjutant General just took a trip over to Austria. Is there a connection with all this to Austria?
4: It, there is. So Vermont is one of the rare states. We have partnerships with with other nations. We actually have three. We have Austria is new, um, a year and a half, I believe, sir. Yeah. Um, and then we have Senegal and Ma- uh, Republic of North Macedonia, where we've had partnerships for over 20 years with, with these nations. So um, we kind of support help. And it uh, is it's a lot of it's training. A lot of it's just infrastructure so they'll work with the Garrison Support Command on developing ranges or training areas. And, um, again, Austria is,
3: is kind of new to the table. That's why the adjutant was over there. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of military, uh, you know, obviously mountain to mountains, Austrians, uh, you've got a lot to learn from them for, for mountain operations. But um, yeah, just the, the support we do, the, the medical support we bring to Senegal, um it Just the uh, you know these are unique opportunities that our young men and women get the get to have to go to foreign countries and and uh, tie in and and, and teach yeah, you know teach. And, and, and and set up
0: infrastructure and you know teach a man to fish you know and, and, yeah, and protect right. themselves yeah. a good and, and I'm
3: glad it. you
2: described what went because I was going to ask you that what went into the to your training to train which obviously there's a lot of lot that went into that
4: yeah. we uh, you know we to to instruct at our school you have to go through the courses that you're going to instruct so we've got to go. The basic course, and then there's a, uh, and the army puts out a, a, on a program where you have to be a certified instructor. So no matter what what you teach, you've you've got to be certified to do that. And then we look for other opportunities, whether it's International Association of Military Mountaineering with 18 countries that that have mountaineering schools. Um, we try to cross pollinate and share best practices, and we seek out those other opportunities and try to step outside because we have to remain current too. Um, if there's a new piece of equipment or a technique that we've been doing for 10 years that in the civilian population is getting people hurt. How do we bring that into the fold and make sure that we're current and we're relevant?
2: Lieutenant Colonel Jason Beams and First Sergeant Max Rooney, uh, who, are, who uh, train at the Mountain, Army Mountain School Warfare, Warfare School. Thanks for being on the morning drive today. And I know you guys uh, support your entire mission.
3: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having Thank us. you for your time this morning.
2: Thanks for being on The Morning Drive.
0: Thanks for coming in, guys. All right, Thank we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to check in with the Essex Community Players. They're uh,
1: talking about their uh, latest production, Long Live Love, right after this on News Talk